Hi, welcome to Christianity, a podcast exploring what it's like to be a British Christian in 2022 in the 20s. I'm your host, Deb. And I'm your host, Louisa, and we're so happy that you're here. We're going to be discussing a whole range of different topics from growing up British and Christian to our experiences in relationships, how Christians are perceived in the UK, to the heroes of the faith who inspire us. We're excited to get started. Let's go. Hi guys and welcome back to the third episode of Christianity. I am really excited to get into this episode. We discussed red flags previously and now with Louisa we're going to discuss green flags. What do you think about those green flags? (laughs) (laughs) I am very excited to dive into this. I feel like red flags are kind of the more common topic, um, especially within like groups of believers I feel like we really focus on um, red flags which is really important but actually for those of us who are kind of like wanting to get into relationships or maybe we're already in relationships um, it's really important to know like what signs you're looking for as well like what qualities what characteristics um, you should be looking out for in the person that you want to date or the person you are dating which is kind of like a green flag that they're a good person and they might be the person that God has for you. So with that being said, we are going to start off this episode again with the section that we like to call Christianity. Now, last week, it was Deb who sprung a question on me, and I had to give you guys the juicy details about the piece of advice that I wish I had followed. Um, But this week, it's my turn. I get to spring something on Deb. So Deb, we want all the juicy Christianity about the biggest lesson you have learned from a past relationship. And this can be from a good experience or from a bad experience. Take it whatever way you want to go, but we want the juice. Okay. Um, the biggest thing that I've learned, the biggest lesson, for me, it would be definitely to first of all make boundaries make very 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 clear boundaries and stick to them so and don't be kind of manipulated by someone that comes across as a strong believer and yeah and alongside with that listen to what they're saying if they're making it out that there's no I don't know, that there is no goal that you aren't intentionally dating, that there's nowhere to go to. If they tell you, they don't, if they say, oh, I don't know where I'm going with this, listen to that. I think oftentimes we really like someone, everything else seems to be going right, but we don't listen to what they're saying. If they're not telling you, no, I want to be like intentionally dating you, I'm seeing if we're fit for marriage, then listen to that because I wish I listened to that my dating experience wasn't very long but it was long enough to do some damage and so I would say just listen to what they're saying and make some clear clear boundaries because in that situation I didn't really know what boundaries I should have apart from the obvious you know Christian biblical values and but I didn't know things like, okay, well, I need to be reading Christian dating books and watching those videos and educating on myself and what a healthy relationship looks like. Because when I was in that relationship, I didn't know if 
this was just what relationships are supposed to be or if that was an unhealthy relationship but it was actually an unhealthy relationship so I would say education is really really important otherwise you're gonna get hurt yeah that sounds really good I think something that I'm a huge advocate for you can hear a plane in the background sorry um something that I'm a huge advocate for is um making a list of like non-negotiables when you um even if you you don't have anybody in mind that you want to date just being really clear on like what you need from a person and I'm not talking about um you know like oh they have to be six foot and they have to have this color hair and they have to be really really attractive I'm not talking about that I'm talking about you know their values like do you want to date somebody that is just kind of nominally a Christian or do you actually need to be with somebody who is going to lead you closer to Christ you know who's really really walking with Christ um so that's you know going to be on your non-negotiable list um and then just things like that like they treat people with kindness like all of these things because as you were touching on Deb in your answer I think sometimes when we are attracted to somebody and we want to date them we can kind of get into this like almost like trance I want to say and you kind of like ignore what they are actually telling you about who they are so if you have that list you can give that to a trusted friend and when you do get into a relationship or when you do meet somebody that you think you want to date your friend who is a an objective third party can be like well actually he isn't like he's just a nominal Christian like he doesn't go to church he doesn't read the Bible he's not really going to lead you closer to Christ and that's on your non-negotiable list so even though you're super attracted to him and he seems like a really nice guy actually you're going to be incompatible in that way and I think you know it obviously takes experience to like learn that you know you need boundaries and that kind of thing but hopefully with this podcast for you guys listening you can kind of learn from the mistakes that we've made you can hopefully like avoid some of the um you know either awkward or just bad moments that we've had in dating so with that being said let's move on to our topic for the podcast today which we've already kind of talked about a little bit already in the Christianity um part of the podcast but we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of the green flags that you should be looking for um when you get into a relationship so I'm going to go first and I've already mentioned this but my number one green flag is that the person you're dating or that you want to date is truly walking with Christ and as I was saying this isn't you know something that you can really necessarily judge from afar obviously it's really really difficult to say that somebody isn't a believer like if you don't know them you know you really need to get to know them and that's why I think like joined into this a piece of advice I would give is you know like take the relationship slowly don't dive headfirst into anything because our feelings can you know lead us astray and all those things so if at all possible try and be friends with that person before you know I'm not saying like you have to be friends with them for x amount of time before you get into a relationship but just make sure that you know you are able to really like get to know them get to know their heart know that they are you know truly walking with the Lord that they're going to lead you closer to the Lord um because is, you know if somebody isn't leading you closer to the Lord the chances are they're probably leading you further away from the Lord which is not what any of us want um so how can you tell that somebody is truly walking with Christ I think the most obvious thing is um just do they bear the fruits of the spirit in their life um you know we're talking about um 
gentleness, faithfulness, sound mind, all those fruits of the spirit, you know, that um, it's it's really important to see those in somebody's life to really tell that they are truly walking with Christ. They're prioritizing their relationship with God. Um, so really look out for those in the person's life. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to be like perfect all the time. Of course not. You know that you're not perfect all the time. I'm not perfect all the time. But, you know, you should be seeing that fruit in their lives if they're really walking with Christ. Um, and, you know, as I said, it's it's really, really important because if you don't, if you're not both walking with Christ, you're going to be walking in different directions. If you're walking with Christ and he isn't, then you're on a certain path and he's on a certain different path. And that is just going to pull you apart at some point. So that is my first green flag. The person needs to be truly walking with Christ. And I completely agree with that. Alongside with that, they need to share your values. Um, I read this video, read, sorry, I watched this video. <laughs> um, so it was by a redefined TV. It was a couple of years ago. And one of the things that they said is that you're not looking for a godly man you're looking for a kingdom man which means that not every christian boy not every christian man is supposed to be for you and i think as christians we make that i guess assumption that just because someone is a believer he could be our future husband and that's not true um because this person might be a great christian but might not suit the lifestyle that God has called you into. We have different values. We all do. For example, some people want someone that's more of a, you know, hardworking country style person. I know one of my friends who's American has that man in mind. And, you know, so I might want someone more corporate, you know, <clears throat> But in terms of values, what I'm really, really talking about is how we want to raise your kids. If you want to homeschool, if you don't want to homeschool, things that are very, very important, things that are non-negotiable, things about mm. you, um, you know, what you want to teach your kids. There's, there's, just to there's so many different types of Christians and we need to be comfortable raising our children with these values in terms of like giftings, in terms of you know, values about, you know, politics, because politics can be very divisive. Um, and so I would say, look at the values that you hold dear to your heart and think about it, because values can be very divisive. If you're dating a man that doesn't respect your values, I'm not saying you have to agree on everything, but is there, if there's no respect, and sometimes these values make it difficult to be able to be in a relationship with someone because you need that support. So for me, I personally do want to homeschool my kids. I'd find it difficult being with someone that doesn't want to um, because, of, because of my desire. And I haven't always been that way. I haven't always wanted to homeschool, but once since I have and realized that the school system as it is, isn't where I want to be raising my kids, um, the guy that was dating previously mocked me for wanting to do that. And I felt really uncomfortable. Um, I didn't stop dating him at that moment, but I felt really uncomfortable that I couldn't be myself. Whereas my current partner has always been for the idea. And so 
you shouldn't be in a relationship where you can't be comfortably yourself in terms of your values um mm. because our values can change don't get me wrong but a lot of our values don't change and and our values are things that we're going to pass on to our children and so in the simplest of terms it's kind of like you never see an atheist with a christian i mean you do i have friends and family you know in those types of situation but i'm saying that biblically we don't allow those types of relationships the law doesn't allow them um and if we apply that to christians you know it denominations are very very different and if you have you know i don't know one denomination that is like on the opposite end to the other they have completely different values and so yeah although denominations aren't important to me what i'm saying is the values themselves if i'm teaching my kids this doctrine and they're teaching this, the kids the other doctrine and i'm not saying we have to we have to agree on everything but if there are stark differences then the way that I see our marriage, future marriage, is just arguments and arguments. At least for me, we need to be like, oh, I understand you there. But in terms of the big, big values, like how I want to raise my children, um, that needs to be the same. And what I believe about morals, morality, being pro-life, I can't see myself with someone that's pro-choice. Those things won't change. Uh, what do you think about that, Louisa? Yeah, it's so important to be aligned. I mean, I think... It really depends on like what stage of dating you're at as to how much you've kind of thought about these things as well, I think. Because when I was, you know, like in my teens, I didn't think about marriage. Like I just didn't. I was thinking about which guy is the cutest and like which guy do I fancy and which guy do I have a crush on. I think it is smart though, however old you are. And like, if I could go back, I would tell myself this as well, because you'll actually save yourself a lot of heartache if you just realize you know a what your values are b like what your non-negotiables are for that person and you know really be thinking about like am I wasting my time with this person because you know I think dating is a fun experience but as Christians you know we're dating to see if we're going to marry that person so as you say it's really important to think ahead think of the values um, and make sure that you share those values because if you know you just go along with it and you're like just compromising all the way if you do get to a position where you know you're going to marry that person likelihood is if you do get married it's probably not going to end well if you have different ideas about how to raise your kids and things like that or if you do you know get to that point and you realize that your um, values are totally different then you're going to have just you know you're going to have a really really heartbreaking end to that relationship so it's really worth thinking ahead I think um, my next green flag is kindness. Like for me, kindness is such an important um, characteristic, such an important kind of just like, I guess, value that somebody has. Um, and I remember my mum saying to me that you can tell if somebody's kind by the way they treat people that quote unquote don't like matter to them as in like people who serve them like waiters or taxi drivers things like that obviously you know everybody's super important I'm not saying that they're not but you know um there's kind of like this view of like rich people just being like treating their waiters and waitresses and bar staff and taxi drivers like they're just rubbish and my mom you know has always said you can really tell if somebody's truly kind if they are kind to the people who you know are like doing them a service or something um because you know especially if they're not if they're kind to people who you know are like I guess you know like 
doing something for them but also especially if they're kind to them and like nobody's watching I think that's really really important um you know kindness like as I was saying is so important and one of my big values is always leading with love I think that if somebody has a kind heart um that is just a huge green flag to me um and I'll always look out for that in guys that I like guys that I'm dating um and you know I guess one of the reasons for that going back to this idea of like how we're raising our kids um now I'm getting you know a little bit older I'm 24 um and so I'm not saying that I'm thinking about like getting married right now or anything but I definitely am thinking more about you know like what kind of guy do I want to have kids with um and you know what kind of dad do I want for my kids and my dad is so kind um and such a great dad and so I think you know, for me, seeing that a guy is really, really kind is incredibly important and a huge green flag. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, kindness is also a fruit of the spirit. So it's important that they are not only kind to you, but the people around you, but also, like you said, strangers, people um, that they don't know. I mean, the Bible makes it clear that, <laughs> you know, it's, it's better to be good to someone um that you don't know than someone that you do know um and not to put someone you know of status at the best seat compared to someone that is you know homeless or someone mm-hmm. um that isn't of that status <laughs> we have to treat people equally uh because jesus doesn't care about those types of things and neither yeah, exactly. and my green flag my second green flag is kind of going along with sharing values but um I just wanted to say that as much as sharing values um is very important to me and I'm sure to most of us I don't think it's the most important thing I think commitment and loyalty are way more important um and what I mean to say is you can be matched to someone you can be very compatible but if commitment isn't there the relationship won't work I read this book, this amazing book called Holding um, Hands, Holding Hearts, um, which basically means when you're holding someone's hand in a relationship, you are taking care of their hearts. Um, Mm. And one of the things that it said is that commitment isn't the the most important thing in a relationship. It's the ability to love. Um, And what I mean to say is you could be in a relationship with someone that is the best person for you. But if both of you don't have the commitment to work through problems, work through issues that arise, then the relationship won't work. Because when you say vows, like, till death do us part in sickness and in love, I tend to think that compared to, like, when I think about the statistics, the divorce statistics, I think that all of that isn't really taken seriously. I think it's just a thing that people say because it sounds nice. Because people... Do you know you hear stories of someone being unattractive, unattracted to like their wife when she's sick, or you know, or you know of the the amount of men that cheat on their wives when she's pregnant? It's just it's crazy, and so life is difficult. There will be periods where you know you start off in a really good relationship with someone, and suddenly in the marriage, everything is you know not working. And if you look at the relationship, you might be very compatible, but you both don't have in you the ability to love. Um, I was talking to my friend several months ago and her parents are divorced. And I asked her, 
do you think your parents are compatible? Um, and she was like, yes. And she said, she told me that if, if they'd worked at it, their relationship would be very successful and they'd still be together. Which just goes to show that mm. compatibility is not enough. You need to have the ability to work through difficult, difficult times and you need to sacrifice yourself and you need to be, what I mean by sacrificing yourself, put down your pride. There are often times where it was a petty conversation and you, you're arguing over petty things. And you just need to say you're sorry because it wasn't even anything worth arguing for. It was something petty that you got angry about and sometimes we just need to put down our pride in many situations in my relationship I've had to put down my pride um and that's not even in relationships in friendships in general I've had to put down my pride and be like okay this this argument wasn't worth it um yeah and so that's why that's what I think it's very very important that we learn how to work in relationships because relationships, yeah, healthy relationships are not easy. I think it's this, this is the biggest lie to, to tell you, someone that relationships are easy because they require a lot of hard work. And I think it's hard to differentiate between hard work that is healthy and then hard work that is basically you working on a toxic relationship that's falling apart. I think that's really hard. But if you kind of listen to some of the green flags that we're listening, if if that guy or girl ticks those boxes, then you can say it's hard work that's that's you should be doing rather than hard work that you shouldn't yeah definitely I agree with all of that um my next red flag um so we're going to do one more red flag each and then we're going to go into our rapid fire round um, so my, <laughs> my my next um oh not my next red flag my next green flag I should say is um that the person you're with shouldn't dismiss your feelings. So, you know, I guess you kind of touched on that when you said that your previous um, boyfriend mocked you for like some of your values. I think it's the same thing with like the way that you feel. They shouldn't dismiss how you feel. Um, they should really listen to you and try and help you figure things out. I think as well, like I've heard that this is kind of like a man-woman thing as well. Like guys tend to want to like fix things straight away and women tend to want to just kind of like be listened to and like really understood um so I think it's really important that somebody um actually like sits down with you and tries to understand the way that you feel especially you know it can be like in an argument between you guys as a couple or like in your job or whatever circumstances going on um but also as a another little addition to this I think especially if you're a very emotionally led person like me I think it's um, a really good sign a green flag when that person is willing to really listen to you um try to help you figure things out but doesn't just wallow in the sadness with you um because I think that's a super important thing especially if you like wear your heart on your sleeve you want somebody who understands you but you also want somebody who helps you like move out of your sadness um so that is a real green flag yeah I totally agree with that um, with dismissing feelings, I think oftentimes we don't realise that we're doing that. I think we do it to ourselves as well and to others um, because sometimes it is really obvious and other times you might feel like you're being really nice and helpful, but you're actually not being. Um, so I think yeah. it's just working out personalities, working out how that person works, <laughs> basically how they how they live their life. Um but yeah, it's it's really important to be with someone that just doesn't make jokes about things that you hold dear to your heart and takes things seriously. Yeah. So my green flag would be that 
I say he because I'm a, a girl. We're both girls here. But if any, if any man's listening, <laughs> you can say insert she instead. Um, although it would be different because you know it's uh, what I'm writing here. What what I've written is actually specifically for men because men have a, a particular role in the relationship which you'll understand in a second. So he realizes that in a guardian relationship that he's driving the car and so he's responsible for his actions and doesn't let the relationship enter sin. So as Christians, you know, there's God, then there's the husband and there's the wife and there's the children. And we are equal, but we have different roles. I truly believe that men and women are responsible equally that the relationship doesn't enter into sin, but... Um, the Bible says um, the woman is the weaker vessel, which doesn't mean that she's weak as in not strong. It means that sometimes like, well, it basically means that the, the Lord has placed man in charge to take care of our emotions. So like Louisa said that he shouldn't dismiss your feelings. Well, that's because God has ordered it that man takes care of women and that he listens to her feelings he listens to what's on her heart um and the godly order is there so man can work and man can take care of his wife as you know and we, we women we also take care of our husbands in different ways but because the man is the leader of the relationship he is responsible for the spiritual health because eventually when you're married your husband would be the spiritual leader of the family and so it's so important that you're in a relationship that the guy is respecting your boundaries so if you have agreed boundaries and you're saying you know we're not doing this this has before marriage we're not going further than this um and we're not talking about this we're not we're not being tempted into doing this that he doesn't say to you oh but can we do this oh but can we do that i, I completely get you uh, get what you're saying but like the bible isn't really clear on that so it wouldn't be such a bad thing that we do this um it's really important that you're in a relationship with someone that doesn't tempt you and so for any man that's listening uh, you need to accept that your role as um the leader of this relationship and so you need to be sure that you are respecting that woman by holding those values um i read this book and it kind of talked about the man that's like driving the car driving the relationship and so in terms of sexual sin in terms of all those things it's really important that the man has control and that the woman does as well but I think it's so important to be with someone that you can trust, that you know that if you're in a weak in weaker moments, that they won't be like, okay, we're, that's okay, we're gonna, we, we will do this, we will enter sin. That you're with someone that if you're in a weaker moment, they'll be like, no, no, we're not doing this. That's not that's not what you want. That's not that's not what you want to be doing. Um, yeah, they need to take responsibility, you know, for their relationship. Um, I like completely agree with that um yeah I think it's really really that's a really really important point it's a bit difficult though isn't it nowadays it's a bit of a awkward <laughs> topic um yeah 
I mean, it's difficult because I think like obviously societal roles have changed of men and women and, and stuff like that. And I think like for me, I, I completely agree. I think that, you know, we can kind of separate um, like the idea of what men and women should be doing, like almost like, I guess, just solely in the relationship from kind of like whether the man has to like earn the money and the woman has to stay at home and that kind of thing. I think like there are kind of um, different situations that people are in and, you know, like different people want to do different things and different people have different strengths. So, um, but I think definitely in, in the context of the relationship, it's super important for both parties um, to just be super strong in their convictions and, you know, for both um, the husband and wife to like really uphold each other and strengthen each other in those weak moments. So I, I really, really agree yeah. with that. Okay, should we move on to, oh sorry, were you going to say something about that? Yeah, I just wanted to say something really quickly that something came up to me. Um, As a woman, um, I've only really recently realised this in my relationship, because it's like a healthy relationship, so I realised this. Um, As a woman, when you're in a relationship with someone that you love, or even someone that you don't really love, but as a woman, naturally we have this inclination to want to um, serve the needs of like, we really want to please the people that we're with. And sometimes that doesn't translate really w- like well and we end up doing things that we regret. Um, because it, it, it sounds weird, but as a woman, the way we're made, God made us, we really want to fulfill those needs for the men that we're with. We really want to kind of love them the way they deserve to be loved. Um, and the issue is we can only really get there in marriage. And so what I'm trying to say is biologically there are these chemicals in our hairs and these hormones that were like we really want to please the person that we're with and sorry we probably won't make sense to some of you that haven't had this experience um but yeah and so I completely understand that there's a lot of temptation and so it's so important that you have these kind of strong boundaries on with both the man and the woman because if the guy is driving the car and you know, he's not in control, it's going to end up in a car crash. Because as a woman, you really, really want to please the man that that you're with. And so I completely understand how people do end up having sex before marriage, because they feel like that's them being the woman, that's them being a woman right and loving right. And it's really complicated. But it's just the way God made us that yes, we shouldn't have sex before marriage. But also, we've been designed to please the men that we're with. And so I think at the end of the day, the devil tries to tempt us with the fleshly thoughts. So you need to remind yourself um, what's more important. And I always say to myself, like kind of in in those tempting moments, I always say to myself, um, I deserve more. I deserve more. Everyone deserves more. And like, am I not, am I not enough? for marriage am I not enough for this am I not good enough am I not this and the thing is that I question myself these things because the truth is I am enough I am enough and and you have to tell yourself that you deserve more you have to tell yourself that marriage is worth the way and that you are worth it um because I also say to myself does he not love me enough to wait um and obviously my partner does love me enough to wait but I I just I just think of these questions as you should if you're in a relationship. Does he not love you enough to wait? And if he's waiting, he does. If he's not waiting, question yourself. Why is he not waiting? Does he not love you enough? 
So I think I just wanted to say that because waiting is really important. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to the rapid fire round quickly. Okay. So like last time with the red flags, we are going to be just very quickly mentioning some of the other green flags that we think are really important to look out for. Okay. So my first one is that they take accountability. I think that this is really important in whatever relationship you're in, honestly, whether it's friendship, whether it's, you know, whatever, like even in relationships with your siblings or your parents, you know, that you um, take accountability for your actions. Um, But also like as a little bonus, I want to say, um, I think it's important that they have people in their lives who keep them accountable as well. I think that's going to be especially important if you guys get married, um, that they have like a trusted mentor or a friend or whoever um, who really just like checks them on things and like make sure that, um, you know, they're sticking to their values and everything like that. Yeah. Um, And so I would say another green flag would be that they are like spiritually mature enough to have like godly conversations and that they um lead bible studies with you and that you both make effort to center your relationship around your relationship with god and that jesus is the center always and it's not you know mostly fleshly things yeah That is a good point. Okay, my next one is that you guys are really good friends as well as romantic partners. This goes back to the first um, point that I made about green flags earlier on, um, that I think it's important to take things slow and, you know, really build a friendship with the person that you want to date um, before you date. But if you haven't done that, you can still be really good friends, even if you were, you technically weren't friends before you you dove into a relationship. Dived? Dove? I don't know which one is the correct um, form of the verb there, but yeah, you get what I mean. Um, so yeah, I think building a relationship on a good friendship is really, really important. So another one is that they pursue you and so pursue you in like dating, they make an effort really. Um, I think that's really important. So pursue you as in like they take time and effort on their relationship with Christ individually, but also in the relationship and that, you know, we want to feel like princesses, we really do. And so that they actually make the effort and they make you feel beautiful they make you feel loved and yeah so you you're made to feel like the queen you truly are (laughs) that's so nice yeah that is really important okay my next one is this is probably the biggest green flag like honestly that you can get in a relationship and that is that you have peace if you have peace when you pray to God about that person if you feel peace in your relationship you know I think a lot of the time especially with our culture which is kind of like very focused on like passion and all those kind of things I think peace is really overlooked um I remember um these youtubers Christian youtubers that I absolutely love they're called Tori and Chad Masters um they said that um at the beginning of their relationship Chad was asked by Tori something like oh like um how do you feel about me and he said I feel peace when I'm with you and she was really disappointed because she wanted him to answer like oh I feel so madly in love with you I'm so attracted to you like I'm so passionate about you and then actually she said now looking back on it that is the best answer he could have given because peace is you know something that God gives us like that's a gift from God and you know I think if you feel peace in your relationship not just like oh you feel peace but if you pray 
pray about it intentionally and you ask God, you know, whether this is the right person for you and you feel peace, that could be a really, really good indication that, yeah, this is the person God has for you. And similarly, I would have to add um, your friends and family feel peace as well. Not everyone has Christian um, family, but as Christians, we do tend to have Christian friends. And so if you ask your friends to pray over them and pray over the relationship and they are supportive and that's a really good sign. And family, because um, not everyone's Christian, I would just say family at least really likes them. Um, I know not everyone has a good family, but for those that do, I'd say that um, your family really liking you together um, is a great sign um, because our family can be quite, you know, picky with the, with the people that we date. <laughs> They know us really well. I mean, if you have a good relationship with your family, then they probably know you better than anyone. So they can probably tell if they're a good person for you. Um, okay, so my next um, rapid fire is that they really respect your physical and emotional boundaries. Um, we've spoken a lot about boundaries, but just, you know, as we've kind of touched on, I just really want to outline they, you know, the person that you're supposed to be with is going to completely respect your emotional and physical boundaries. They're not going to push you into doing things that you don't want to do. They're not going to make you feel stupid for the things that you feel. Um, and so I just really want to underline that if that person respects your physical and emotional boundaries, that's kind of like the baseline of what they should be doing. But that is a really good green flag. My, um, I guess, I guess final, one of my final rapid ones would be that they listen to you, um, which is a big one. Um, so they know you, they listen to you. Um, and for example, um, we have different roles in a relationship men and women do. However, I do think that different does not mean it's not equal. And so what I'm trying to say is, yes, traditionally the guy does propose, but that doesn't mean the woman isn't in control. It doesn't mean that she can't decide the timing of the wedding. She can't even, she can't decide the timing that's even right for the proposal. I know that sounds crazy. I know the woman isn't necessarily know saying like, you're picking the proposal, but it's kind of like, okay, between this season and this season, that would be the best time. Because um, I've had a friend and she knew, I mean, I mean, even that sounds weird to me, but she knew actually that the the right the, the same month that her uh, partner would propose to her, which is a, a bit extreme for me, but I completely understand. And what I'm saying is, um, he listens to you, as in he listens to you when is the right time for progression of your relationship, um, your feelings, things that actually hurt you, things that you really care about. And when you're saying, okay, I really want this, I really need this, um, I really appreciate it if we did this at this point or if we went to see the these friends and if you spent time with them, you know, those are really important. Um, so then you could be on the same page and yeah, different roles, but equal and you're doing about the same amount of work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last rock of the fire that I want to mention is that they are comfortable talking about their feelings. I think this is a real sign of emotional maturity. And I think it's um, a really good green flag, especially if you're a woman listening to this and, you know, when it comes to guys, I think sometimes, I mean, this depends on personality as well. So it can definitely be the case with women. Um, but I think a lot of guys I've met have not been 
that comfortable talking about their feelings. Um, they keep things very close off. You don't really know what's going on in their head. Um, and I think that can be, you know, a bit of a red flag if they aren't open about their feelings. Um, but if you can talk to them about the way they're feeling, then you can, you know, resolve conflict easier. And just generally, it's a really good sign of emotional maturity and a good green flag if they can talk about their feelings. Yeah, I completely agree with that. But we also have to keep in mind that everyone has a different way of talking through things, whereas me, I can tell my partner everything very easily, whereas he doesn't do it the same way. He's more to himself and sometimes he has to really think through things before he thinks it's worth it to bring it to bring it up and then he does. Whereas me, I like to tell him everything, the little moments in my day, but he kind of weighs things in terms of importance. So I think it's important to also realise that we have different ways of communicating but if you're coming to someone and you're saying to your partner, okay, this is important, I really want to talk about this, they can't just be like, no, I don't want to talk about this. They need to respect that these things are really important and that you should discuss it. Definitely. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of our Green Flags discussion. We really, really hope that you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. Um, as ever, if you have any questions or you have any suggestions for future um, topics, future episodes, then you can DM us at um, Christianity Podcast on Instagram. Um, we'll leave all the details below and you can find us over there. Um, yeah, we love you guys and we will speak to you in our next episode. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Christianity, your new favourite podcast about two Christian friends navigating their 20s. Grab a drink and a snack and join us as we discuss all things faith, life, culture and being British.